0: Why do you, why do you look like that? <laughs> Welcome to the drink. Featuring Craig Ingalls. Get ready for it. Alright guys, welcome to the second episode of the Drink Podcast. We got special guest Craig Ingles here, world championship finalist in the 1500 meters. He's a member of Team America. Y'all know and love him, so uh, we're happy to have him on. Hopefully a good driver.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what up boys, thanks for having me on. Um, I have a different haircut than usual, but so no one will know who I am. But. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, we're um, we're both big fans of running. Me and Jack are. We're uh, on the high school cross country team, Holy Cross, that kind of go thing. Cougs. So we want go Cougs, go Cougs, go Cougs. yeah. Um, yeah. So we have some history with Craig, actually. Um, a former alumni, Holy Cross. Jacob Thompson, uh, shared a brief stint with him at, um, NC State. Craig. Yeah, North Carolina State. Yeah, we went there for
1: like a year and a half together.
0: And I've actually met Craig before. And I don't think he, I don't think he remembers, but I have a picture with him. It's on my wall over <laughs> on that end of the room. <laughs> so um, yeah,
1: I put that in on this spot. I want to see that. I want
0: to see that photo. I'll, pull, I'll <laughs> see if I can get it up at One point, one point or another. So um, just briefly, if you would, for our fans, kind of introduce yourself. Just kind of like who you are, what you do, maybe some of your favorite stuff, movies, music, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, I'm Craig Ingalls. Um, I run for Nike in the USA right now. Uh, I'm living in Portland, Oregon, uh, mostly every single weekend. I have an RV, I like a 1983 RV, and we're taking it on trips every weekend um, when we're not traveling to meets. But I mostly just like to travel for fun, and uh, I don't really have any favorite movies or TV shows. Um, yeah, that's about it, man. That's He's a working in running life. <laughs>
0: Awesome, awesome. Uh, so I know you said in the beginning that you look a little different. Why'd you? Why'd you cut your hair? <laughs> you
1: know, um when you I, you I didn't want to be known for a haircut, bro. I didn't want everyone to just think I was just a mullet, you know. So
0: uh, you got some personality. I this off season, it.
1: <laughs> yeah. This off season, I decided I wanted to talk to women as well, so I cut my hair and my mustache. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know, dude. That might have been a draw for the women. The, the RV, scash,
1: <laughs> the RV mullet. <laughs> You'd think. you think it usually just uh, just works for like boys. I see, I see boys <laughs> who enjoy the mullet. <laughs>
0: yeah, that might that might make sense a little bit. That might make sense. Okay, so um, just for our our listeners, could you just kind of give a day in the life kind of like or describe a normal day for you as a professional runner? Just kind of give us some insight. Yeah,
1: uh, I'm sure mine's not. Uh, the typical day in the life of a runner. But I, usually I, I wake up at like 9.30, go for a run, and then uh, have like six hours to kill in the middle of the day before my next run. So I'll like, go play disc golf or real golf. Ooh. Frisbee or or, or uh, go hang out with some friends, get errands done. But uh, a lot of the times so I'll just go on like a, a RV trip for like three days or so. And I don't even know, when we go on RV trips, I don't even really know what we're doing. We're just... <laughs> Just living. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't really watch TV or anything, so I don't even really know where my days go. It's kind of bizarre where the time goes. But, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. It's a good lifestyle, and I really enjoy it. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: So uh, about the – you kind of touched on the RV life a little bit. Just kind of – how's it? how long – what's your longest trip in the RV been? Like where are you going?
1: Uh, I did like a 10-day trip last December. Where I actually, I spent Christmas alone in a Chinese restaurant, which is so <laughs> sad. Yeah. But I, I was driving from Portland to Phoenix and uh, for my buddy's wedding, and I ended up stopping in California for, uh, to visit a couple friends. I stopped in, uh, I, I forget where else I stopped, but it was like a whole 10-day trip, and then we had training camp for two months, and then I did another 10-day trip back up to Portland with a few friends. But,
0: What's the shower situation like on those uh, 10 days?
1: <laughs> don't ask if you know, don't uh, But I recently splurged and bought a Planet Fitness membership so that when I'm on uh, road trips I can shower.
0: That's smart. <laughs> that is pretty smart. I wouldn't have thought of that actually.
1: Yeah, there's actually a ton of people who do it. So you see all these like ragtag homeless-looking people like me in there.
0: <laughs> uh, I'll have to check our local Planet Fitness. Is that fitness your uh, was that your favorite trip or do you have a favorite trip? Or are they all just yeah
1: good? that one was pretty good but another time it was just like a four day trip where me and my roommates and like Eric Jenkins we just went out to like the Oregon actually has like a desert which is bizarre I didn't even know I just figured it was all pine trees all but rainy and pine was a trees. desert we, yeah we went out and camped for a few nights um, and just partied out in the desert it was pretty fun <laughs>
0: All righty. So uh, next one we got here is how did you get to where you are now? And uh, we've heard that there's kind of a kooky story going back to your high school days on how you started running. So kind of want to hear a little bit about that kind of related to us.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess you guys will resonate with these stories the most because you just realize how, how dumb decisions you make when you're in high school. But uh, I uh, played soccer my whole life and I still play in in high school. But I actually uh, got in, I got in a lot of trouble all the time and um, got kicked off the team one day. So I I didn't want to tell my parents why I was coming home early. So I joined the track team and it went from there uh, where 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 they were like yeah you're doing you're doing well enough to where if you if you have a good senior year you could run in college and they could pay for some of it. And I was like all right that sounds dope, thinking like <laughs> I'll just do it for like three or four years, uh, maybe join a fraternity and hang out with my friends in college and have fun but now it's turned into – I live in Portland, Oregon. I work on Nike's campus every day running professionally for my like country, which is bizarre. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. It's kind of probably kind of surreal. Uh, going along with that, you probably – you receive a fair amount of attention, I'd say, for an American distance runner, especially on some social media platforms and stuff. So, like, how do you handle or do you, like, enjoy the attention you receive?
1: Um. I don't know. It's like a super tough, it's like very like big question in my life right now because uh, I I like really don't like, I don't love social media and everything, but I know it's part of the job and you have to like promote yourself and it's so like egotistical and everything, but I I just realized you have to realize it's part of the job and you have to market yourself well if you want to get another contract. So I've like learned how to do that pretty well and I think I've uh, done a good job advertising myself.: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, I think you have too. Today we were talking to some kid at our school, and he was like, "There was a debate. Yeah, there was a debate. or oh, he didn't think you were famous. We thought you were famous. He's come around yeah. now. He was like, "The blue check mark on Instagram, kind of. It's the Almighty <laughs> Chick."
1: <laughs> I think maybe there's some fame in the running world, but outside of that, no one knows who I am. Unless they're like that guy with the mullet that was on TV that one time, for three minutes. <laughs>
0: hey. So, uh, how much gear do you really get from Nike?
1: Got the party hat on. I like
0: it. Oh yeah, yeah. We had to, <laughs> to mix it up a little bit there.
1: <laughs> uh, dude, the, the gear from Nike is absurd. You get we get two shipments a year of like, I don't know. You probably see it on Instagram sometimes, but these uh, it's just like. 12 boxes of gear. I don't even know, man. It's it's stuff that I never wear. There's stuff that I have from like two and a half years ago when I first signed that I haven't taken the tags off of.
0: Stuff (laughs) stuff you don't need that
1: little kids want. Sounds like you you guys need a shipment. (laughs) Send
0: it our way. Send it our (laughs) way. So I know you talked a little bit about college and all that, but what was your college experience like? I know you had a a kind of atypical experience. You had to transfer – uh, midway through your uh, college career, but just, like, how was your college decision and college career, How like, how'd that all play out?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, you guys probably know, you're you're both seniors, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a junior. Oh, he's a junior, just I'm perfect. a senior. Yeah, so it, you guys are probably looking through all the same stuff I did when I was in high school, and t- to be 100% honest, you have no idea when you're 18 years old like, what's going on? <laughs> and, and, and you just get thrown into, like, all you, you have to make a choice and within, like, four months of where you're going to go. Um, and a lot of times it doesn't work out. And I guess NC State just wasn't the best fit for me personally. Um, I love the team. I love the guys. The coaches were awesome. But it just didn't work out for me. Um, so I was actually going to quit. But my high school coach was like, no, no, I'll give it one more shot. Like, go to another school for one semester and see where, see where it goes from there. Um, so he was friends with the coach at Ole Miss and from there it just turned out like perfect and I decided to stay at Ole Miss for another year and a half and, um, obviously that led me to professional running, which is cool. But I mean, it's just crazy because you're, you're 18 you don't really know what's going on and you just, you choose the college that looks the most fun or that has the best degree for you and it doesn't, it's like, it's, it's a lot more than that, you know, and, and luckily the NCAA has made it way easier to transfer and stuff, um, if you don't enjoy it, but.
0: A little wisdom there. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of degrees, did you, what did you study in college? Yeah. What did you major in? <laughs> <at?
1: laughs> uh, <laughs> I ended up with like a theater degree or something, bro. Oh,
0: highbrow kind of What's your favorite play?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. I was more about acting for the screen. I wanted to be in a movie. One oh, day, okay. But I don't know if that'll oh, work out. You
0: wanted to act in a movie, but you don't have a favorite movie. <laughs>
1: I, I have favorite I have favorite movies, but uh, right now I haven't seen a good one in a while. But growing up for like, for like twelve years of my life, Bruce Almighty was my favorite movie. <laughs> <It was stupid. laughs> now I love Step Brothers and so like <laughs> Step Brothers
0: is a, that's a classic. That's a classic. What did we just see? We just saw um. Oh, we saw Jojo and the Rabbit. Yeah, it's like a satirical, like Nazi film kind of. It's a little bit out there. It's worth checking yeah. out though. It's worth checking
1: out. <laughs> you boys are cultured.
0: we're a cultured group we're highbrow artists so this is a a little bit more serious kind of turn here um the state of professional running has kind of been in question recently kind of we've had some declining popularity we've had some some issues on all sides all that kind of stuff so what do you think about the state of running and where do you see running going as a sport in america in the next few years
1: yeah bro you're right like you nailed it um As of recently, it's been so negative. Like, everything around the sport's been negative. And, uh, I mean, like, I really, really like... Me and Sam Parsons, we talk all the time. And, like, we want to bring positivity to the sport and, like, highlight the things, like, where it helps people. Like, where it got... It brought me to college, you know. I probably wouldn't have gone to college if it wasn't for it. And um, I just want to, like, inspire the kids. But so, as of recently, everything's been so negative with distance or anything. Um, Luckily, there's people in spreading, like, Noah Lyles that are, like, bringing entertainment to the sport and like making people that typically wouldn't watch it, watch it. Um, so I don't know. I feel like there's such a big opportunity with social media and marketing and stuff to, to bring distance running into like a cool life. But I don't really know what it's going to take because everyone's just, I think everyone right now is trying to get their, their time in the spotlight with bringing out something that's negative in the sport.
0: Yeah. Is it, it's definitely been a little bit of a dumpster fire reading uh, the flow track stuff and all the stuff yeah. on Let's Run, so I'm glad that there's some figures trying to bring some positive vibes to running. You know, it's, it always feels good. Always feels good.
1: Yeah. And you guys are doing a great job at it, man. Like, I love podcasts like this where you guys are just getting started and actually being able to bring a positive light to the sport. Yeah. Well, Believe it or not. You're our first guest. <laughs> oh, no, wait, I'm episode two, though. What was episode one? Episode just one was, it was just us. It
0: was a Q&A. <laughs> don't just worry, though. We're, we're setting the bar here. Uh, I think we're going to get some really quality guests after this. Caitlin Toohey. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. <laughs> Ewan McGregor.
1: Um, <laughs> we got a lightsaber behind us. We're up for anything.
0: We're up for anything. <laughs> so, um... you This what my favorite workout. Oh, yeah, so uh, we just had a great workout today. Oh uh, yeah, we uh, hit twelve two hundreds. That's why we're a little bit late on the the podcast here. We uh,
1: ran a little bit late. Four hundred. What, uh, what, what times did we hit? 400s. Twelve four hundreds.
0: Twelve four hundreds. They were they were oh. pretty pretty res- like conservative times. They were all around like seventies and stuff. But the rest was really really slow. Like we had like thirty second rests on most of
1: them. Jeez,
0: so it was a, hard, a little bit of a, a suck fest for the lungs.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that's tough
0: we got foot locker coming up so you know we gotta gotta yeah, get, get ready for it gotta this grind weekend. gotta grind we'll which one are
1: you guys going to charlotte for footlocker yes yes nice yeah yeah so uh, i'm working i'm working nxr this weekend in oh North you're gonna trail. be right
0: there a little bit yeah. across the state we usually go to nxr but we changed it up this year for the backpacks so we had our workout today what's uh <laughs> what's your favorite what's your favorite workout Va- or run favorite or
1: hardest workout Jeez, bro, probably pre-meet where we just do like four by one hundred meter strides. <laughs> that's my favorite. Um, I don't know, man. I, I don't really have a favorite workout, but I do love when we uh, we do eight by eight hundred, and we cut down from. It's usually like two oh four down to two flat. Sometimes we'll dip under two minutes with like two minutes rest. That's so hard, but like afterwards you're like, that's a little quick. That's a little quick there. <laughs> Yeah, Organ Project, or previous Organ Project, was known for all these flashy workouts, but I still haven't done any of these ones that are like crazy, Pete, crazy to
0: tell you. You're still
1: waiting for it. Yeah.
0: Pete's holding you back. Yeah. <laughs> no, not actually. Um, how is life in the Pete Julian training group these days, like, with uh, you and Donovan, and I think Coco?
1: Yeah, and Eric Jenkins, Jess Hole, Shannon Roberry, Suguru. I think there's six or seven of us. Maybe I'm missing one. I'm sorry if I did. But, uh, dude, it's awesome. Like we uh, we've been one. We like kind of wanted to have our own group anyway, just because. We I I don't know all the allegations and stuff. So now it's worked out. But we don't have a team name. So anyone listening needs to send in some uh, recommendations, or if you guys have it, (laughs) you got any. Um, uh come back to we got, come back to me. We we'll we'll, Yeah. Julian's joggers right now. Julian's joggers <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. Where y'all ba- y'all are going to base out of Portland, I assume? Yeah, for uh, until after the Olympics will or actually uh, after 2021 where the world championships are in Eugene, we're um uh, we're like restructuring everything. Like I think we'll actually like have a group name and and we'll be located hopefully somewhere warm. We all want to move to California. <laughs> yeah. That, be sweet,
0: I'm sure that'd be nice.
1: Yeah, so we'll see what happens and transpires from that, but as of now, it's just, uh, I'm still, I'm just wearing the normal Nike jersey, which is so sad, because we've had the sickest jerseys I know, since I ped-
0: went bro. Oregon yeah. Project gear is definitely, uh, it's definitely a cop. I think I have some Oregon Project pegs somewhere
1: here. Keep them, bro. Sell them in 10 years.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, um, World Championships, you kind of mentioned it, um... I know that you didn't really have the most positive race, at least from fan expectations at World Championships. But what did you think about your World Championships? Kind of what were your expectations going in? What was the experience like? And what is your reflection on it now that you're kind of removed from the experience? Your few weeks past.
1: Yeah, bro. It was. Um, I had gotten fourth at the like the last few trials in USA's, so I was like super nervous to make the team and when I made, when I actually finally made the world championships team, I was so relieved that I like actually kind of found myself just not really caring about caring about world championships. Uh, so it was like hard to get back in the mindset of like, all right, bro, I got to like get ready to medal here, you know? Right. And, uh, so, so finally, like I was back in like the mindset and at worlds, I made it through two rounds, which I was so stoked about. But by that point, if you're in the final, you're like looking to get a medal. And, uh, I mean, every time, this is, like, at Worlds, every time I'd walk into, like, the the athlete check-in room, I would never look at my heat sheets, and I'd see the people, I'm like, holy crap, man, like, there's no way I'd make it out of this round, Mac Luffy's in here, Suleiman, uh, the Britson Centro, I'm like, it was so stressful, just seeing who was in your heat, and um, luckily, I made the final, or not luckily, like, that's just not luck at all, but um, I made that's the weird. final, and I, <laughs> yeah. And and at this point, I was very thankful to be in the final, but obviously I wanted the medal. And then I came in 10th and was so disappointed and like shockingly disappointed where I was like in a depression for a couple of weeks just because you put so much effort and mental strain into this world championships and then it's over. Um, And you can't like redeem yourself. You're just like, well, I got to wait till the Olympics next year. So it was tough, but um, it was cool to see that like the fans knew I was disappointed in 10th in the world. Which like like fires me up because now everyone's like looking for me to get a medal at, at the Olympics and so am I. So awesome, awesome. Yeah, stoked about that.
0: So, uh, do you plan? Is this going to be your last Olympics? I know, I don't, first and you, last, maybe, first and maybe. Last. All, what, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> what he mm-hmm. said, and what do you see, Where do you see your career going in the future? What are your future plans? Just how long you think you to be running for? What's next for Craig, <laughs>
1: bro? I don't know. I've been on this wild ride since junior year of high school where i don't even know what's gonna happen (laughs) so i'm just gonna sit back and enjoy it man if i um if i get hurt after the olympics and have to retire i'm not not bummed (laughs) get hurt yeah do some i don't know man but it's been such a cool and i'm so thankful for everything that's happened i remember um 2013 i made my first like usa team it was junior pan ams and um I mean, me and my mom were talking, we're like, holy crap, like, if you never run another step, then you've, like, you've made it as far as I ever thought you were going to make it. She said that to me. And I was like, yeah, me too. Like, this is crazy. And then I ended up making the world championships and everything, so everything from then on was just a bonus. I guess that's
0: a good way to look at it, good way to look at it.
1: Um, yeah. So whenever you do quit
0: running, what do you plan on doing? Do you, like, you want to transition into the social media world? I know you said you didn't like it, but I mean... Look at some of the the professional runners that have retired and come onto YouTube, and they're doing pretty good.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nick Simmons. Nick Nick Simmons.
1: Simmons. I'm a two time Olympian. I'm <laughs> CEO of Run Gum. <laughs> Run Gum, yeah. I've never Rungum tried Run Gum, by the way. Have you tried Run Gum? Any good? Is this an ad, bro? Are you doing an
0: ad? Who's <laughs> 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 behind this, <us>, actually?
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know, bro. I, I, uh, I as much as I joke about like having a theater degree, I actually really I studied renewable energy. And uh, I'm getting my master's of business right now. So I really want to work in renewable energy and, like, make the world a better place. I don't, but I don't know what I'm going to do with that. Hopefully, like, solar or wind or something.
0: That'd be epic. Good. The civil engineer.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, man. Well, I know you stuck with us through some technical difficulties. You stuck with us through some stuff. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming on the show. We appreciate it a lot. Um, You have anything to say, yeah, Jack? Yeah, no, I just... Appreciate you answering us. I didn't really think you were going to answer us. You answered. Yeah. Me. You did.
1: It was quick, too. I was really surprised. It was within like a No, day. you guys are keeping positivity in the sport, and I like that a lot. And you guys are awesome at this interview. Well, thank you. Thank you.
0: I think we're going to yeah. wrap it up here. This has been episode two of the Drink Podcast. Craig Ingalls. Everyone, show him some love on social media because, I mean, got to pay the bills <laughs> somehow.
1: But uh, thanks for watching, tuning in. <laughs> Goodbye. See you. Go Koos. Go.